Welcome back, everyone, for episode 20 of the Zero Analytics Podcast. Our guest today is one of the best drivers in the country and has been for several years now. He's one of the first people I reached out to when we started this podcast, and I'm glad we finally get a chance to hear and share his story. Few drivers, tire guys, or engine builders will ever get the opportunity to race carts for a living. A lot of listeners remember the days when the only way to be full-time was to build motors or chassis. As the sport has evolved into larger paydays and grown in popularity, so have the opportunities within the sport. Lil Donkey, as he's known in the Southern Money Circuit, has turned doing tires and driving at the highest level into a full-time gig. I watched him grow over the years as a person and a driver to be near or at the top of the list for longtime carters as someone you would want to start a team behind. He's picked up several career-defining wins in the sport where most would be happy winning one. We explore his humble beginnings at Johnson County to being a factory pilot for some of the best companies and teams in karting. And in addition, he also probably has the coolest t-shirt in karting. You might not think he's the GOAT, but he's definitely the undisputed donkey in karting. As you'll hear him elaborate on in this episode, it hasn't always been easy, but he wouldn't have it any other way. Ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, my friend, Mr. Stephen Lil Donkey Adams. Yeah, like I said, like so, said feel free to ask me anything, and I can kind of elaborate on different stuff. Cool, cool. All right, well, um, got Stephen Adams on here from, is it Four Oaks, North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, cool, man. So, um... A couple of things I was looking on, um, just looking a couple of things on the interwebs, and I, you've uh, the Midwest Max Daddy Champion, Wayne Pool Memorial, American Dream, the Champ American Dream, the Lucas Oil Shootout, and uh, also the I'm not sure how to say the guy's last name, but the Adam Balziger, uh, yeah, Balziger Memorial. So uh, I'm sure there's probably a couple of things I didn't catch up with, but that's uh. That's pretty impressive, man. That's a nice little resume to be able to hand off to people, right? Yeah, it ain't bad. And we've uh, also, I've also won the um, flat cart dream too. So, okay, cool, cool. Yeah, we've had. Uh, uh, I've, had I've been uh, kind of lucky and blessed, and you know, all in one. Yeah. Uh, all right. So this past year, you kind of uh, branched out, did your own thing, and uh, was this the first year that you've really kind of hit off your own deal? Um, yeah. As far as you know, running the running the you know the whole team and everything. I know you've been yeah. with you know different people in the past. Yeah, it's uh, man. It was yeah. This is the first time I've ever actually had my own every you know everything, my own team. I've done everything from I mean every everything. I've always liked to do my own thing. Um, ever since uh, me and my dad split up, and uh, when I was uh, nineteen years old, and it's, I've always just kind of wanted to learn on my own, learn everything, do it on my own. And uh, I've always been more like done my own tires and stuff for years since pretty much me and my dad split up. And um, but uh, this year was the first year I actually went and did you know, I mean, everything had my own team, had a uh, junior driver with Chubbs, a semi pro and pro driver with Bubba Williams, and a super heavy driver with Ty Bennett. And so, and I had a couple of people you know jump in and out, like you know, just kind of helping them and stuff. Listen, like I said, it was the first year I've ever done my own thing. It was fun, <clears throat> you know. It was kind of uh took a lot out of me. That was a lot. It's a lot of work pressure. Right, right. What was the like? What was the biggest thing that you noticed just from going from uh, 
you know, doing your own thing to, you know, I mean, coming from kind of just traveling with other people. I mean, uh, having to write those checks for parking and stuff. <laughs> well, that thankfully I had a lot of help. <laughs> uh, right. Between uh, Chip and uh, and Kevin Williams, they uh, they helped out a lot with expenses, but it does still get expensive. I mean, a lot of people, you know, thought a lot of things were given to me, and it really it was, but it was, you know, I had a lot of help, but still, you know, entry fees and stuff like that all had to come out of my pocket. And uh, right. the only good thing. The thing about it, the one good thing is if, if you win a lot of money, you get to keep it all yourself. Right. But you don't have to split with nobody. But, you know, you go and spend, like, for instance, uh, Rumble this year. I mean, Thanksgiving, you know, I had, uh, I spent about $1,250 in entry fees. Didn't win no money. So that all had sure. to come out of my own pocket. <laughs> so. Yeah, absolutely, man. When You know, when you're this year, you know, like, as you're kind of seeing the money going out a lot more and, kind of doing your own thing is there ever a point like throughout the year that you were just kind of like man maybe i just need to cut back on my racing and just go make money and uh did that ever cross your mind are you pretty much like if you're going to be there you're going to be racing man it, cro- it crossed my mind a whole lot to be honest like you know i'm getting <laughs> i'm getting older as i'm getting older you know i'm, I'm 31 now and it's kind of like you know i i, I want to race because you know it's, it's that's what I, I love it you know nothing else i love to do more than race i love I, any type of racing. i love to be around it you know, I, I could do it every day if I wanted to. My biggest thing is, is, you know, like as far as me driving myself, I always feel like if I have to be in the seat, though, to be able to get to make more speed. You know, I can help and, uh, you know, I can make speed out of uh, not racing to a certain extent. But, I, you know, I feel like I have one of the better feels in racing, especially karting. I have one of the better feels of anybody, I feel like. And, uh so it's all it always helps when i when i race you know i've tried a little bit here and there and and we can make speed but i feel like when i'm when i'm in the seat i can make more speed right no i mean i i definitely agree with that i think that definitely lines up you know um traveling up and down the road from delaware with uh you know with brian white and stuff we've always talked man and and we've always we've both kind of like made comments on that how like you're definitely one of the people that uh can get there and maybe if you're not on right when you get there but as the the day goes on and the night goes on you seem to get you know a lot closer you know even if you're not as quick at right out of the gate but um and uh so out of curiosity, so I'm I'm trying to think when I I first remember going to Southern Pit back in like 2002, and uh, that's when I was helping Austin Hubbard and I was kind of learning from Hammer and stuff on tires. And at that time, I think you were in the junior classes. And who who were you riding with back then? Was there were you were you also like um like in the same pit area and like hanging out with um Jonathan Cash back then also? Um, I was yeah I was with uh, around uh um uh. Timmy and Jeffrey Perry and uh, them guys uh, PMP Speed Shop before actually before Jonathan actually bought PMP, right. I was over there with them and um, and whatnot. I was you know driving for my dad and uh, actually well my dad was doing everything. Actually, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think. Right around that time, um, close maybe '03 or something like that. Oh, about '03, um, a guy named Lee Jones actually gave me an opportunity. And uh, I raced with him all the way up till uh, till the beginning of 2008, and uh, and he 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 helped him and uh, he helped me out a lot, and they did a lot for me. 
and uh, JDI, whenever his JDI Bluecraft Racing, they did a lot for me, helped me out coming up. That's actually who got me almost, you know, far as financially wise, where I'm at, you know, to where I could get having up the, the, the equipment that I needed to win races, you know. So I kind of got lucky in that area. You know, I was able to, because, you know, growing up, I didn't really have, you know, my family didn't really have the money to spend like they needed to spend in racing. So it was kind of, I had to, I won't ever forget, I won the uh, Grand National Championship in, um, what was that, 03, I think, some 03 at uh, Southern Pit, and uh, I won the Grand Nationals, 02, it was, it 02, 02, 03, but anyways, I won the uh, Grand Nationals on Saturday at Southern Pit, it was just me and my dad racing, and uh, we didn't have but one motor, and so we didn't even go back the next day on Sunday, we, never, we didn't even go back to the racetrack because we didn't have but one motor. <laughs> so everybody was calling me the next day on Sunday and like, hey man, where you at? Did you ever sleep? I'm like, nah, man, we ain't got enough. They tore a motor down yesterday and we don't have no, you know, we only had, we, all we could afford was one motor at the time. So we had one motor, so we didn't go back the next day. We went back and picked up the trailer that afternoon and watched the races and that was it. <clears throat> Damn, man. And uh, back then, were you number 41? Is that the number that you were? Well, I was 92. There's a weird thing about 41. It's kind of funny. So I was 92 because Wayne Poole was actually one of my favorite drivers coming up and him and Stephanie Pitts and they, they both were 92 alternate, you know, Wayne went and kind of went to 96 a little bit with Todd. He was the 90, started out 92 and then same thing with Stephanie. She was 92 and, uh, always liked them two drivers. And, um, so I was, I, you know, I wanted to be 92. And so I, I didn't run against none of them in junior. So I was number 92 coming up. Well, the year I moved up to adults, we went to Daytona, and uh, and that was like I mean that was a, I mean that's back when they had two hundred entries. Right. Well, I went down there and uh, down there they gave you numbers if you didn't want like if you if your number was taken they gave you numbers. So they gave me forty one, and I ended up qualifying on the pole, and uh, and qualifying like on the pole and animal heavy, and then. Um, and like second or third and limited, and I ran good that I, you know, I had, I, you know, I had a good weekend with number forty-one, and I knew I couldn't keep ninety-two because at the time Stephanie was at ninety-two, and so I just, uh, so you know, I, I ran good with forty-one, and I'm superstitious, really bad. So I, <laughs> I just kept forty-one. <laughs> I guess, gotcha. hey man, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, and uh, weird, a funny story with that was I went to uh, actually the year I won the. Wayne Pool race, I'm pretty sure it was. I'd have to look at the pictures, but the year I won the Wayne Pool race, I actually think I was 92. Then I, somebody had 41, and I went to 92, and that's the year I won the Wayne Pool race. I'm pretty sure I have to look at it, but I was riding, I was riding Mark Mode stuff on trick, and uh, somebody was 41, and I think I actually won the Wayne Pool race with 92 with duct tape over my 41s and slapped two ni- some 92s on there. <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. And when, um, so I, when you say you were racing with your dad, was it just um like how did uh so how did you get into go karting? Let's let's hear this, man. I I mean we've kind of um, known each other for a while, but I've never really heard like the the backstory of how it all kind of got started and stuff. So my dad raced and uh, started. My dad just like I you know, I didn't I don't live far from Johnson County Speedway back in, in uh before it closed down. So my dad, I was uh, probably I was about five or six. And my dad, one of my dad's buddies, Wayne Bradley, bought a 
bought a uh, he it was, I think let's see he, he bought a like a '94 Stalker, and uh, they went to racing. They, my, uh, he called my dad when he's like, "Hey man, I got this new sport we're gonna try. You know, fun little thing. We're gonna race it. Uh, we're gonna start racing go karts." So my my dad went, I, and for a long time, for for about a year or so, my I didn't go. I didn't, I was young. My dad just got into it, and uh, they uh they didn't, you know, I couldn't go. So um, eventually, I started going and helping my dad in the shop and stuff, and they were getting better at it. And uh, I started my first race. I, I got my dad's '94 Stalker, and uh, in '98, matter of fact, I ran the the first race I ever ran was the Turkey Trot at Five County Speedway back in '98, and. Uh, one of the cars, our first, both of our first, per, uh, first races, and uh, I actually won, and I kind of just uh, um, went from there, man. Started out '98, in the end of '98, and raced and uh, got better, and uh, and it just kind of went from there, man. To be honest with you. Okay. And did your so did your dad also at one point was he doing tires for other people also and um. Like, yeah, sorry. So, um, so your dad, did he do tires also for other people? Man, he, he helped a lot of people, man. Back, he got, uh, my dad really started getting noticed, you know, once I got up in the junior three and, uh, and, and adult stuff. A lot of people didn't know who he was, but it, he learned from some good people. And, and Andy Murray back in the day when he was good, he and my dad were good friends and, uh, Josh Hare and Ricky Hare and all them. They all hung right mm-hmm. tight, and uh, my dad. Once my dad started, you know, he got pretty good. He was, he was actually probably one of the first people to do inside prep. I won't ever forget he done inside prep. I mean, this is a long time ago, years. I mean, this before even inside prep was even a thing. Like before, two thousand seven, six and seven. So he was doing. He tried it back in oh three oh four, messing with it, oh two, and uh, he. Uh, but it was weird. Anyways, he, he kind of got, he was always, you know, just messing with stuff, messing with stuff, messing with stuff. And, uh, and uh, finally, he uh, finally he just, you know, he, he got good and helped people, started helping people a little bit here and there. I know he would just kind of go help uh, Ricky and Josh Hare a little bit and kind of sided off with Andy and stuff back in the day. Yeah, and, gotcha. uh, just stuff like that, man. He just got, he, he did tires for some people, <clears> but his main goal was, you know, me, you know, he wanted to always see me run good. And then, you know, of course, when we got old, when I got older, like, Oh, eight, I was like 19 years old and you know how it is trying to race with your dad and 19 right. and thinking, you know, everything and he knows everything. And this, that, the other, <laughs> we kind of, we just thought it was better for our friendship and family just to kind of separate on that, you know? Yeah. And that's like you said, man. That's kind of about the age too. Like if you've been in it for a little bit, it's uh, you know, I mean, it takes a couple of years to really learn it, but it um, it does at some point right around like eighteen, nineteen, twenty, and uh, it seems like even like talking to Richie about you know his dad's you know always did his tires and stuff like that. Yep. My uncle always did mine, so um, it's always that l- weird little transition where there's like it's kind of rocky, but then after you know at the end, looking back, I think everyone's pretty happy about it. Yeah, but, um, I mean, yeah. It, Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, the reason I, I brought your dad, man, is because I, um, you know, we had been racing for a while. We were at Marcusville one time, and I don't know if, like, 
I don't know, like what happened with your dad, and uh, like if I think he was helping um, maybe Hare and those guys, and I don't know if he passed out in the trailer or something like that. And um, and Brian, Alex's dad, was coming. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's Steven's dad." That's the first time I ever even knew that your dad did tires, and I was like, "Oh." But, you know what I mean? It just it kind of made sense that um, I just never knew your background or whatever, and um, you know it all just kind of made sense to me, kind of connecting the dots and stuff. So, yeah, yeah, he uh, yeah, and he he helped a lot of people on the side. Like a lot of people didn't know that he was helping people, but he was actually doing a lot, you know, for people like you know during the week and kind of at the track just a little bit here and there. But you know, that's kind of before the whole that's before the whole team things. You know, like now everybody's got team stuff. You know, you got a guy, right. you know, like either myself or. Connell or Jerry Mullis, you got people like that doing, you know, doing stuff. You know what I mean? It's all, it's kind of, you have tire companies, but back then there wasn't no tire, you know, or the tire prep guys, you know, sales prep, had their own teams and stuff. Like back in the, uh, you know, back in that, in the day then, we, you know, we didn't have that. There was none of that. You know what I mean? It was just right. kind of, you just kind of did what you did to win and that was just it. Uh, yeah no doubt and uh do you do um anything outside of racing do you have time for any hobbies other than other than uh other than maybe drinking a little bit <laughs> eh, i drink an occasional beer too i love working out i mean i know i love to go to the gym and work out i had uh people ask me all the time like man how you get in such good t- shape and drink beers and stuff well <laughs> I actually don't drink as many beers as people think I do. Other than now, if I'm at one time, but as far as consecutive days, not really. Like my beer drinking days are Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and occasional, depending on how I feel, Sunday after the race. But uh, I don't. Um, other than that, like Monday, Tuesday, I'm very big in the gym and running. I actually do about I run about three to five miles a day every Monday through Friday, no matter what. Like and uh, work out. I, I like I love to play basketball. Big basketball player. Um, even though I'm short and white, I still love to play basketball. Uh, um, but I um, do that. I love to shoot pool stuff like that. Um, all my buddies, they, they. I don't really have any. My, all my buddies from home. None actually. None of them hardly race, <laughs> or, or even with racing, go, go to races or anything. Not, like there are very few of them. So I, I like to hang out with them when I have off weekends and. Stuff like that. Go to the beach and just kind of hang out, have chill. Right, no doubt. Yeah, and that's that was actually one of the things I was going to bring up is working out, man. I, like I know that you've, you know, been into like working out for a while, and I think that's definitely a benefit to uh, especially someone like yourself that's running, you know, four or five classes a weekend and stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, I I don't I don't know that I've ever seen your head sitting over on the motor by the end of the day. You know, like you've generally been pretty good about that, and I I think that goes a long way, man. Especially by the time. You know, by the time you get to the the pro race, I mean, when all the money's on the line, man, it doesn't take much to to lose that. You know, to miss a corner by a six or seven inches or something like that. You know. Yeah, yeah. Most of the time, like, like it's very, it'd be very, very, very rare if I'm tired. Like, you know, a lot of people, I'll see people all the time go up to uh, go up to the uh, um, they'll be at the grid for a fifty lap pro race or something, mm-hmm. and uh, and everybody going to the grid would neck straps and stuff and i uh me myself i never i oh, i've never ever wore one and i tell myself all the time the day i have to put one on that's the day i retire <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I, you know i, I try to keep myself in really good 
overall shape and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, definitely, man. So what do you uh? So I'm actually watching you on video, but what are you getting ready for right now? Like you said, you're flipping some tires um, and just getting some stuff you can, ready. You can, you can see the video. Yeah. I got right, right. You got a little bit right. of tires. Yeah. So and that ain't even all. Of that's all. You know, that's just kind of stuff that I'm getting ready for. I'm actually getting ready to. Uh, well, I'm gonna go. I got to scuff a bunch of time. I'm gonna actually go ride this weekend. Uh, I got a new cart. Go ride it. Shake it down and. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Danny's and ride this weekend. But overall, I'm just really getting ready for uh, Daytona, New Year's at Paradise, Williamston, and then Chili Bowl at Triple T right now. That's my that's my main concerns. Okay. Yeah, I saw where uh, Mackie was posting a couple of pictures of Daytona getting that ready. And um, in last year, did you win? Well, I say this year, actually. Did you win the Chili Bowl, right? Like the 5,000 win? Yep. yep. I, won the, uh, I won the Open Race, yep. Okay, yeah. I won yeah. the Open Race, and actually, uh, my... My buddy Jonathan Cash actually passed me with like a lap or two to go in the uh, in the cone race. I let all of it. He passed me like a lap or two to go in that. Had a good weekend that weekend, and then we were actually able to follow it up and win Williamson, the pro race at Williamson, which is a race I've been trying to win for literally like since like 2007. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, I've never been to that, man. I think that. Uh... I know Richie and them, they're going this year, so I might try to make it down there. I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, uh, so, which race is it, Williamson? Yeah, the Williamson. Man, yeah. it's, it's, it's a badass place, man. I swear it is. Yeah, I've seen the videos. It looks pretty impressive. And I think, um, you know, from what I've heard, too, even just going there to watch the races, it's not bad, you know? Up man, in it's the fun, man. It's actually, you can go sit down. Other than it's cold. It's really damn cold there. Yeah. Which is what you want, to be honest with you. you, you honestly, you never... It's weird because you never want it. Um, sorry, I'm trying to. My dog is acting retarded right now. And I'm trying right. to keep, keep him in check. But, uh, but actually, um, you, you don't, you never, you know, I know you, nobody likes racing in the cold, but it's almost like going to the king of concrete indoors. You don't ever want to, you never want it to be hot because if it goes hot, you were gonna mess with a sloppy, wet, just shithole for a racetrack. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. uh, you want it to be cold, you know, like, well, preferably like not real cold, but like in the 30s, maybe 40 degrees for a high or so. 30s and 40s is good, you know. Obviously, colder it can get better, but you know, 30s and 40s because that cold, dry air, and you want the air to be dry. You know, you don't really want it to be wet, wet air. It's just cold, dry air. Well, actually, help that indoor when there's sun, that dry air and coldness will dry the racetrack out. Okay. It don't make sense, but this is it's the colder, <laughs> the colder and drier the air at uh, Williamson, the faster that damn thing's gonna be. Huh. Yeah. And uh, is that uh, so? Will you also go to the King of the Concrete? Is that or is are they having that this year? No, they, they were supposed to be this past weekend. They, you know, the date they usually run is this past weekend, but uh, mm-hmm. no, they're actually not this year. But it kind of th- same thing goes there. If it's ever you want it to be cold and dry, the air to be dry and cold. When it colder, it, even in there, cold is just all it wants. But uh, like I said, for some reason that indoor stuff, if it's if it's ever if it's if it's warm, it's not going to be good. It's, you're you're looking at a sloppy mess. If it's ever if it's ever warm, <laughs> on indoors. <clears throat> um, 
when you were so you grew up near Johnson County, is that also where you won the Lucas Oil shootout race? Yes, sir, it is. Yep. Yes. First ever so one. That's awesome, man. Yeah, I remember when that all happened. And uh, I, I didn't realize that you uh that's where you kinda like grew up kind of racing and stuff yeah. like that. But it was weird. Hell, I only lost <laughs> one race that weekend. And I was on a start. I actually uh on a very, very start, I'll start in third and a guy will hop me going into one and two and uh and um it knocked the left it knocked the left rear tire off the rim. And uh, that was the only race I lost the whole weekend at two day show. Huh. Yeah, I know that's um like we won it with Brandon a couple years later. So I yep. I still have the t shirt, you know, where it's like you won it the first year, then Todd Miller and then, uh, then, then we won it in Onaya and uh yeah. that was a pretty good list for us to be on, you know what I mean? It's like if you had to pick one that yeah. didn't belong, it'd be us, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> but, uh, man. That's a hey, you gotta uh yeah, that's a actually you know, that's a hell of a race to try to win I me mean, back then, especially. You know, I was talking about yeah. all the time. Me and Josh Harris talk about like, you know, um the the races you know back then when you when you won five thousand hell even two or three thousand back then was a big deal you know and uh, mm-hmm. now I mean, hell pretty much you race you can race a cart for two 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 thousand minimum pro race each, every weekend pretty much right yeah it's gotten it's gotten a little crazy man and um I mean I guess it's you know it's good and it's bad I, you know what I mean I think that uh, maybe a mixture of both you know I think that um. You know, I know a lot of people run the series and then they also hit like all the money races and stuff like that. And uh, what do you think about more of the big money races kind of going towards like the limited or the opens and stuff like that? I love it. I kind of like it. I'm always been a good modified racer anyway. Mm -hmm. But uh, I mean, I like it. It's it's got its pros and cons. The biggest thing with that is, is is, is just you got to have your motors to run, man. Like, uh, you know, you got to. If your motor ain't gonna run in that, you're you're basically it's it's it, you're you're sitting duck. You're not gonna get anything accomplished in it. Because I mean, or you know, you're not gonna run that good because I mean, like us, me, I think actually me and Jonathan Cash actually had to talk today. We were talking about modified stuff. And if you if you have a if if you can get halfway hooked up and just your motor run and stay running the whole race and don't spit sputter and cut off, you ain't gotta touch the carburetor or anything on it. You actually stand a good chance to just even get in the top five just off of that. Right. You know? Right. No, definitely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, stuff like that, I mean, it matters, you know. But also, you know, I wouldn't, you know, like, the money stuff is, it hits and misses in carton. You know, I don't know that necessarily the the big, big money is where it's at because you don't, you only get a couple of people, you know, your crowd starts falling off, you know. When you right. put that type of money up, because, mainly because, or if you don't, the, well, I'll tell you this. One of the biggest things I think in carton is it's always like a winner take all. If you don't win the race, you don't you don't get shit, man. You know, they mm-hmm. have like you have a five thousand win race and you finish second in a five thousand win race, you get seven hundred bucks. Right. And then people wonder why you know, <clears> there's so many wrecks and blocks and dive bombing on the last lap. That's why I mean. I mean, if you're in my, sh- if I'm in somebody's shoes and I'm racing for five thousand and seven hundred per second, I mean, I don't, I, I need, you know, me personally as a driver, as a person who, you know, does this full time for a living, I need the five thousand, you know, over to seven hundred. Yeah, no, no, that's uh, it, you know, that's a good point, man. Jody Miller talked about that too. How it's like you said, man, it's almost like a winner take all, and I think some of the series are kind of starting to go. 
a little bit different. But like you said, even if it, if it made it back to like fifth place, paid a thousand bucks, you know, like even if it only paid twenty five hundred to win, it just seems like that's going to help you guys in the long run. You know, that are oh, trying to make absolutely, a living. Absolutely, man. Of it. I know. And, uh, Alexia Mullis, she uh, series for that as far as mm-hmm. paying out for the field. I mean. I went one one weekend up to one of her races, and I didn't win a single race, and still left with two thousand dollars. Never won a race, didn't win a race. Any other series you go to, I would have had to win the pro race, or you know, or uh, that to get that type of money. I went to her series, run three three classes, three or four class, three classes, and didn't win a single race, and still left with two grand. Yeah, I, I definitely I like what they're doing. I'm actually going to get her on here too, and um. And talk about their series. I like what they're doing a lot. Like you said, I man, you can go there race, like not have to take anyone out, you know, still yeah. have a have a good weekend and at least help pay for it, you know. Well, so, uh, one thing I always say about that right there, like we're talking about. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, if, if I'm racing a guy and we're racing for five grand or say, or even we can take the weight of five grand, we're racing for 2,000 bucks, okay? But second place pays fifteen hundred. I'm probably not going to put myself in jeopardy to wreck myself. Obviously, if I have a pass, the pass, the pass, you know, something I can know I can make work. I obviously I would, you know, try to take a shot at winning. But if it, if I feel like it's going to go in there, because a lot of times people go in there and they take each other out, and in the third place man wins <clears> the race. But right. if it's fifteen hundred per second, I don't I don't see a need to take myself completely out of the race trying to wreck the first place man and then i don't make anything you know what i mean yeah and i think too that like you said for the most part it's it's four or five or six guys that are winning anyway yeah so if you take if you take that guy out next week you're going to be up there with him again anyway you know so, i always say that you're going to race against the people if, if people that you know sometimes when somebody like me and a good person gets into it and you'll come off and somebody some random yo just be like Hey man, why don't you go over there and you know, beat his ass or you know tear his shit up? Like, cause I'm like, cause I got a race against that guy for the next, you know, for 30 more weeks this year. Right. So start, you know what I mean? We do this now, then chances are we're just gonna keep. You know what I mean? It's, then nobody's a winner. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's that's a good way to look at it, man. I, and I agree. You know, I've, I've seen you put an end to a couple of things, but I've never really seen you start anything out there. You know what I mean? No. And I, I think that's that's kind of the way it should be for the most part. I, Dude, for the most part, I try to drive semi pretty clean. You know what I mean? I'm, I, you know, there's been times I've been overly aggressive, maybe a couple of times, but for the most part, I try to, I, you know, I try to be, you know, friends with everybody. But I don't, you know, I'm there to win, but I don't want to, you know, I'm not going to. I try not to, you know, physically just all out just wreck the hell out of somebody. You know what I mean? Like, you know, right. it, it does. You know, it, it takes a toll on everybody with this right here. Like. I, you know, I don't, um, when, if, especially if you go a couple consecutive weeks or a month or two and don't win a good race, you know, when I say a good race, you don't, you, you're just, you've won like a $250 light race or a four or $500 medium race. But if you go a couple weeks and not a month or two and don't win like a good thousand to $2,000 race or even more than that, you start getting a little antsy and you do push the issue more in certain areas if you do have a chance to try to win it. You know, win a big race, you know, mm-hmm. if you go a couple of weeks in a row and don't win, you start getting that, you know, you, man, I got to win, especially if you got a chance. If you start taking more chances on it, you know? Right. Yeah, especially when you're, you know, I mean, like you said, you're doing it full time. So, I mean, it's, it might be the difference of you going out and uh, 
you know, whatever. I don't know. It could be the electric bill. You know, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Just never oh, yeah. Out. No, so, absolutely. I mean, and uh, it, it gets down to that. And um, so when you were so when you were younger and started doing this, did you ever think that it was even possible to be able to do this full time um, without having like a full blown engine shop or or something like that? I mean, it doesn't seem like this was even feasible 15 years ago, you know? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. Um, it's, it's tough, man. But like I said, I got a lot of help. I mean, I, I got a lot of people that support me. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, like Kevin Williams, Bob Williams, uh, Chip Shockley, and, and Shona and Chubbs, and um, you know all of them. Um, Ty Bennett, they all they help me out a lot. They they, uh, they you know they they make things a little easier on me. Uh, I've had a lot of help from chassis like Harold Wiggins and Jerry Mullis and all of them. They at Phantom they've helped me a ton. You know, especially this year going on they. It would have been kind of hard to race without them, too. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, like I said, you know, I've had a lot of help doing it on my own. I, I will say that. Right. Um, and uh, it, it was kind of funny. He said, I, and I think it's the same Bubba Williams that I saw a helmet on Facebook today or yesterday. And I think it was Bubba Williams' new helmet. It looked pretty nice, man. And uh, it was a nice looking helmet. I don't know if you saw yeah. it or not. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, that thing he's been he ordered it a while back. It's a it is a sweet helmet. <laughs> Maybe it, it looks I can't uh I can't quite afford that myself right now, but <laughs> you know, I got I try to get myself knives, but you know, you know, them boys, some of them guys they paid three or four thousand dollars for a helmet, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no doubt, man. Yeah, that's what I always joke around, and I think people will think I'm kidding. But the first time I went racing was uh, with Hubbard, and I think their their toter home and their 48 foot trailer was probably longer than the trailer I grew up in. You know, it's kind of funny. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> but um, so just out of care, like, how does one become part of uh, Stephen Adams Racing and like Ty Bennett and um, and Bubba Williams and and Chubbs and those guys? I mean. I guess you've kind of been with Chubb since um, since Bradford and everything, but how, like, how did how did people get hooked up with you? Were you kind of like put your team together um, going into this year, kind of throughout the year? How did that all come about? Well, um, you know, I've had Chubbs for a long time. Um, I've pretty much almost been with Chubbs since he started for the most part. Um, <clears throat> but I, uh, man, I mean, somebody just called me, you know. Obviously, it takes a little bit of money, but I try not to be one of the ones that just, you know, just tries to rape everybody for their money and stuff like that. But, but also at the end of the day, you know, it costs money for knowledge for you know for guys like myself and <clears throat> Matt and mm-hmm. like yourself. You remember, you know, you I know you you grew up doing you know grew up in racing, but you've been around a lot of good people and tire guys and being a tire mm-hmm. guy yourself. It don't. You know, you just can't always. We work hard to to learn what we learn. It's hard to, it's, you can't do it for free. You know, people think, oh, you know, can, can I get some help? You know, which is fine to a certain extent. But at the end of the day, you know, it always, you know, there's a, other people out there ain't, ain't doing it for free, so you can't do it for free. You know, right, right, and that's all. Uh, uh, yeah. Go ahead. No, no, go for it, man. Um, but like I said, it, it don't um. It always, like, people, I tell people, hey, if you want, you know, if I can help you, call me. You know what I mean? Same thing even right now, you know. Even though you know, I got my own team, I don't mind helping people, especially doing tires during the week for people and, you know, giving a hand at the racetrack and stuff like that. I like to be feasible. You know, I, I don't – I try not to charge arm and a leg. But like I said, also, at the end of the day, you got to 
I got to make a living. Everybody, you know, and pay for my own racing and, you know, you know, stuff like that. And, and like I said, they don't learning the stuff that we, we learn on a weekly basis and our knowledge and is, uh, you know, it, it ain't free either, you know? Yeah. And that's how, I mean, even when I was doing tires, man, and like, you know, I would, you know, I'd be over there a couple of days a week, but, um, you know, between doing that and traveling and going racing, I mean, when, even no matter what you're making, when you break it down by the hour, you're still making below poverty. You know what I mean? But it all, oh, man. all to get all together, <laughs> it kind of helps out. But I mean, it, you know, people think you, you know, even if you're making a couple hundred bucks or whatever, it's, it's. I mean, it is a couple hundred bucks, but it's still a lot of hours going oh, into that. Dude, so. you got to work on it. You got to. It's a. People always say like carding. I mean, it's a every day. You got to be around it. You got to study. You got to learn it. You know what I mean, you kind of got to, you know, and, and, and the thing with, with go-karting, me and Shane Huffman have this talk a lot. But he's he's a crew chief and, and and been around the highest, he's been around the highest form of racing. You know, he's been in NASCAR, he's been in everything, you know. And uh, he crew chiefs like K&N, ARCA, stuff like that. He's done some, you know, he's done trucks. And we talk about all the time, like, go-kart racing, man, it's just uh, it's a hard overall sport because, we have so many gray areas, and our biggest thing is is tires. Like, you know, we, we don't get to work on the carts but so much. You know, everybody, for the most part, 90% of the people run the same. I guarantee you 90% of the people have the same setup in their cart. You know, mm-hmm. other than a couple of us that tweak here and there on different things. But nine, it's tires. Like, there's so much gray area tire. Like, you can do – we're the only sport, I think, that has – that can do – we can do anything we want to our tires. I mean, internal prep, outturn prep, cut, you know, anything. We can do anything we want to to them, you know? Right. No, I mean, that's – I've posted before, man, that, uh, you know, the factory numbers are good enough to win 99% of the time. And every – I mean, like you said, man, everyone's really kind of on the same stuff, you know? I mean, it depending on your body type, it's, you know, a little left side difference or a little cross or something like that. But, yeah, man, for the most part, it's – it's uh, and it's hard for people to grasp that that's never seen it. You know what I mean? Like I, I raced, for, I raced for ten or twelve years before I ever started learning tires, and like, I just would have never believed it until you see it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not, for, especially for you to, uh, that's an advantage you have being able to see it and feel it. You know what I mean? There's not too many people that are as good as you at tires that are still riding too. I think that's well, um, yeah, and uh, probably me and Kanaw, I probably one of them, a few that still do our own tires and um. And race, I can't really. You know, there's a couple people out there. I think like Jason Scroggs, people like that, do them a little bit. But you know, right. But like, I mean, there ain't many. You know what I mean? You got your some of your people like Jerry Mullis and Connell and stuff. That, you know, they've kind of gotten out the seat and got younger people. You know, driving and stuff like that for them. You know. Hmm. Um. Have you seen the new? I, and I've briefly read over, but at tri the tri state series, I'm sorry, not tri state, but um, the mid state series at uh, tri county, they're having. Um, did you see where you're buying the tires there this year, and you're only going to race um, kind of like the Max Daddies are, you know, like where you get your tires that morning or whatever. Did you see I how they're it. going to that? Love it. I uh, yeah. I think it's a great I, thing I thought... because <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't like. I like it because you know, other than the kid stuff. You might have to change your, t- you know, do something a little different because they're only running one or two races. But also, adults who are running, we only get two sets of tires and running four classes, and one's a fifty lapper and one's a forty lapper. So we're we're going to be, you know, we're going to have to work, our, you know, strategize our tire situations and stuff like that. Being only two sets and 
you know, as far as cutting and stuff like that, we won't really have to do none of that. I don't feel like because we got to run so many laps and so many classes on just two sets of tires. I actually like that. I wish, honestly, my personal opinion, I wish we only got one set all day. That's just what we get. Right, right. I would rather just have one set, and that's what we get for the day. We get there, and we get one set of tires. We do whatever we want to to them, but that's just what we got for the day. We get, we, uh, we get there, we take four rims up or three rims up there, and uh, get a, a left rear and two right sides, and, hey, may the best man win at the end of the night, you know? Right. No, I really liked it, man. They were, um, you know, when they were doing it for the Max Daddies, I know when I was helping Alex, like, there for, like, a, a while, I was – I was doing a set every time we raced that weekend, like that morning, just to kind of get used to it. And I, I thought it was easier, man. I mean, I think you have to go, you could go all that way if you wanted to, like, but I, it's hard to mix and match them. But like, if you did them all that way, it's like for your little program, I think it would work yep. too. But, um, yeah. And especially like you said, man, there's the 40 lap race, the 50 lap race on days where you prep them that day. I've always had better luck, you know, running them, flipping them, running them. And like, and they just get better and better and yeah. better, man. And you just got to uh, be I, smart with it. You know, you got to be smart with it and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. I think yeah, it's def- going to be work. Yeah. I, I like it, man. I like that people are trying stuff different. You know I mean? I like between that and, um, you know, you got that. You got some, you know, some more burst racing going on down there. You have a Lexus series, like the series. Um you know, I, I like it, man. I think that um, a lot of that stuff is, is going to work out in the long run. I just think it's going to take some time. So. Yeah, you know, um, my personal opinion, uh, I wish that I wish we could do something with our – the biggest thing in karting is tires, I think. I mean, people. some people say it ain't, but, I mean, it's just tires. I mean, you got to – it takes – a guy can't come in and – a guy can't go buy his son a go-kart and race and go to a racetrack and – just being honest, he's not going to outrun Chubb. Like, his kid's not going to outrun Chubbs. He's not going to outrun, you know, all these kids that have people, you know, the Dawson kids got Jamie, you know, Jerry's always got kids, or and Matt's got kids with Huffman and stuff. You're just not going to outrun it because of the tires. You're, it's just a, a knowledgeable thing, you know. And, right. and, and, and then, and a lot of, and to be honest, the average person can't pay somebody five or six hundred dollars a weekend to go race that's i mean that's what some people make in a in a week you know what i mean mm-hmm. so and by the time you got entry fees buying tires and stuff like i said the average person can't go put their son in a cart and buy and pay somebody to do tires versus if all they had to do was expense you know buy their cart and their motor and stuff and and, and one set of tires then they, uh, it'd be easier i think for people to get into it. I, yeah, they would still need our help. Guys like me is help to get started. But once they got the, 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 the general concept, and if they're knowledgeable about any type of motorsports, they can figure it out on their own to a certain extent, you know? But right, right. now, hell, there's no way. I mean, just honestly, it's pretty much damn near impossible, man. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And, um, and I agree with you. I don't know how to do it, but it's like um, – it would be nice to get to the point, like you said, where people are paying more for knowledge as opposed to more, more tires and more product and stuff yeah. like that. But, um, yeah, cause I, you know, you look around, I mean, it, this year I went to a couple races with Alex while he was running with Armstrong and stuff and, um, just kind of hanging out. I was just, you know, I wasn't doing anything, but just buggy pushing, washing some tires and just, you look around, man. And it's the average person that race go-karts, like how much do they make a week? You know? So like, you <laughs> 
you know, I mean, and I, I mean, yeah. I have two kids. I have two kids, a mortgage, and um. But I mean, you you start adding this stuff up. There's no way that someone can pay five or six hundred bucks a weekend to pay for entry fees and gas and and stuff like that. So um, I just think we need just more more people at like the entry level, so to speak. You know. So you'd have to, uh, like I said, you, hell, you'd have to pay. I mean, you'd have to have an income of, you know, to live comfortably and have and pay somebody the money. Somebody like me and, and other people, you know, and I'm on the cheaper end. You know, I know guys that are way more expensive than I am. Right. And, man, dude, you got to think. I mean, hell, you'd have to make, you'd have to be an income family of, you know, you'd have to make over six figures, six figures plus a year to be able to, to afford it. You just can't. I mean, it's just not for, like you said, uh, knowledge. It'd be different if somebody could just pay, you know, like we're learning knowledge of it. You know, if I could help somebody, if I didn't have to do tires and stuff, yeah, somebody could give me $50, $75 on a, week, on a Saturday to to help me guide them in the right direction. Just walk over, just to talk to them about it. You know what I mean? Right, Versus right. $500 a weekend because I have to do all the tires, you know, and then another 250 that week to keep them up and, you know, and then they got to buy new tires and this, that, and the other and pay entry fees. You know, you're, you're spending a grand, you know, or more a week. Right. Yeah. It's a little, a little crazy, man, but we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I hope so. Um, I hope it turns out good. Yeah, I hope so, man. What um, so what's the first thing you do? Like, if you get on a bad streak when you're running, I know you ran in uh, like earlier in the year. You were, you know, I think you won the Chili Bowl and stuff. But after that, I think you kind of you struggled a little bit, maybe as far as racing. Like, what are what are some of the things you start looking into? Like, when you do start struggling a little bit. Um, well, first of all, I say I'm gonna quit. That's <laughs> I'm done racing. I'm quitting. Selling out, quitting. You know what I mean? Like, um, that's my go-to every time. I'm quitting right there. Right. But, but now, um, honestly, man, I just start. I, I try to start over. You know, like I go through my tires. I say, all right, you know, like where do you think? I, where am I going wrong at? You know, and uh, like I said, it always goes back to tires. You know, um, or sometimes you know maybe I'll think something's off of my cart. I'll sell my cart and. Get a new one. Just anything to take away variables. I always want to take away the variables. That's the biggest thing. And like, you know, if I know my motor's good, you know, I take my gas, hey, down on my motor, you know. Um, I'll, you know, replace the spindles, the axle, everything, the seat and all on my car. Do stuff like that. If it still don't work, you know, I, st- I take my tires or, you know, I get a, car- a new car or something like that. You know, I take my tires. And I just lay them all out, and I'm like, all right, you know, do I need to? Where do I need to start over at? You know what I mean? And go from there. You know, sometimes it's a prep thing, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you just gotta, you know, sometimes it's just something you're doing that's <clears throat> not just working right now. You know, right. the biggest thing is just eliminate the variables. Like I said, or go with. I like to bullet down to my tires. Like I said, I like to get rid. You know. Put replace the spindles, axles, seats, everything on my cart, and then go back. You know, check my have my motor checked. I'm a motor guy. Make sure that's good. If if you know if I got if I know my cart's right and my motor's right, then obviously it's the tires. So then I start you know go over my tires. You know, I start you know changing dip, changing a couple of things. You know, maybe my prep's too aggressive. You know, for that time of year, or maybe it's not aggressive enough, or maybe I'm not, I'm wiping too many times during the week. For that type of for that time of year, you know what I mean. Summertime, wintertime, 
you know, as the racetracks start getting better and, and worse and vice versa, you know, you just kind of, you start eliminating the variables and then, you know, try, you know, maybe I split things up instead of doing all my tires one way, I'll do five sets this way, five sets this way and five sets this another way. You know what I mean? Just kind of, mm-hmm. and just go do that. And then, um, one thing which people hate doing is going on Sundays or staying after at night, you know, and working on it. You know what I mean? You got to stay after, scuff your tires and, and work on your stuff. Maybe stay on a Sunday, even though you don't want to, you like you're spending time with your family, stay on a Sunday and, and just and test, you know, test different things. You know? And that's what I had to do sometimes, <clears throat> like sometimes when I get on. I know I'm I'm bad for getting lazy as far as scuffing tires and staying on Sundays when um when I don't um like like if I'm you know if I'm winning I get I get bad for not doing it you know I fall off of doing it because I'm like oh well, I'm winning blah 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 and then next thing you know in a couple of weeks you're going three or four weeks in a row and you're not winning shit anymore so you gotta yes it's always you never you're never actually on top you know um. Mm. Funny thing, like uh, Harold used to tell me all the time, you're only as good as the last race you won, you know. So, and once you, you know, it, it, people only remember if you won last weekend. You know, you don't hear people talk, oh, well, such such won three or four weeks ago. You never hear that. <clears throat> yeah, you know? it's always who won, who won this past Saturday, who won this past Saturday, who won this past Saturday. You know, and that's and that's all people care about. You know, nobody <clears throat> care if I won this race and this race. They do. You know, it's fun to talk about and fun to say I won it. But at the end of the day, the next person in line, the next the next person that wins the next big race, you know, they overshadow everything else you've done. Right. Yeah, like man, said, especially like you gotta stay on top of it, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like you said, man, it's a long ride home for someone if you win the five thousand. So they're gonna be plotting on how they're gonna get yep. you next week, you know. So, I, I guarantee you people like Matt and Jerry and uh Cash. And people like that, they're gonna be, you know, if I win this weekend, you know, they're 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 working to see, you know, to get better than me the next weekend. You know what I mean? They win yeah. the next weekend, I'm working to get better than them the next weekend. You know, it's a constant battle. You know. Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh it's fun to watch too. You know what I mean? Just knowing uh, knowing a little bit of what kind of goes on behind the scenes and stuff to see you guys kind of, you know, I always say there's like in a little uh, there's a chess match going on behind the scenes. Oh yeah. Kind of like dur- during the week, you know what I mean? And uh, oh, they kind of, yeah. that set, sets up everything for the weekend. And I mean, you know yourself, man, with tires, it's really, I mean, it's going on several weeks before you race, you know, oh, I'm setting. That's me. You see all the tires. Yeah. <clears throat> I, see, yeah. I showed you a, video, a little video of all the tires I got going on now. And that's for, for I mean, I'm, 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 I'm trying to plan for end of January races. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. No, absolutely. And um, a question that somebody did submit on Facebook is they wanted me to uh, kind of get ideas as far as um, when you, as far as like how much you wipe during the week, um, just for someone listening or someone kind of new to the sport, how do you kind of determine um you know how much you do wipe during the week is it based on the season do you depending um, on the track i mean i know it's i know it's different because you're traveling around a lot so it's it's kind of a different little concept but if you were like generally like say spring to summer to fall like how do you like during the week like how is your wiping going um i like to a lot of mine depends on the racetracks i like to kind of i like to to kind of get a to be able to put all right, so say I'm going like you know somewhere like Patriot. You go to Patriot one week. Yeah, if you know if I know I'm going to Patriot, 
three weeks out, four weeks out, you know, I start fixing, like putting tires to the side because obviously naturally that's the place you don't wipe it off. So you don't, uh, so you, you kind of gotta, you gotta plan ahead. Always look out for the racetrack ahead. You know, you want somewhere like paradise and stuff, you know, you gotta start thinking about, you know, you're staggering and you're wiping, you know, you don't, at place, you know, sometimes it's gonna be slicker. So you don't need, you need to wipe, you need to start wiping a little more for that, you know, or, or they'll say you're going to Tri-County. Tri-County is a racetrack you don't wipe a lot, but you would wipe, you got to wipe something, but not a, you got to, you know, that racetrack's going to get pretty decent. So, you know, you, I would, hey, I would probably only wipe two times that week for there, you know, or mm-hmm. going to Triple T, it gets decent. You know, wipe probably two or three times that week for there. And also, I always try to think that the earlier you wipe in the week, the better, because you got cure time on it. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, what are, what's um, what's your favorite track that you've ever raced at that is not around anymore? And the reason I asked is because I saw a picture where, um, probably still to this day, because I don't think they race at Riverside anymore. You hold the Junior Sportsman Champ track record there. Is that right? Yeah. Um, I was, that place, man, used to be pretty badass. I was, that's probably the only place dirt track I've ever seen. No joke. That would pull the left rear and left front tire off the ground at times. I've seen that place actually do that. And you'd be fast. You could literally pull the left side tires off the ground and be fast there. That place was that, – that was, that was probably one of the more sweet – like, I mean, that was a place that literally put made sure who was in shape or who was in shape. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, did you ever go there by, by yeah I went there one time man it's when I was with Austin Hubbard and uh, that's back when um, when the James brothers with beef performance they were running I oh think, yeah um, like I mean it was back then it was like you know the who's who was racing man it was um, I, like I said I, it was in the I want to say it was like the tri-state series or the more money series but it was like in February yep. so it was, it was yep. early in the year but um, I think that was back when like Jesse Lefevers was racing too. Yeah. And, uh, it was good racing. It was a nice racy track, man. And um, yeah, man, you, you can know. make that thing. That place would uh, that place would make you know, would wear on you some. And and where the weird thing was there was people always thought it had a lot, a lot of grip there, but you didn't necessarily have grip. It was more of a you had to have grip to put grip in. But it was, but man, I'm telling you, I, I, I you could literally. I'm, I'll never forget uh, JL Furrow. Winner and won like three races and I was still in juniors. Won like all th- light, medium, and heavy. And you could literally look underneath his left rear tire every time he went through <laughs> the corner. Like the whole, I mean, the whole go was just off the ground almost and won all three races. Uh-huh. It was a uh, gen- pretty sweet. The, the general. Yeah, sir. Did they not? I love watching him and uh, like him and Todd battled out of like. Uh, Thanksgiving Thunder every once in a while, I man. It's he's a he's a fun guy to watch when he was racing, you know. He, oh, off he, on the wheel, he like he kept it. He kept it real. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious, man. And uh, he looked like a hammer. He's always say uh, he looked like a bus driver up on the wheel. You know, he'd like start leaning up in the seat and getting up on the wheel, man. And uh, it was fun to watch him, man. He was he was fun to watch. I'll tell you a funny fact about him. I remember back in the day, this was whenever he was uh, he was racing with um, the mode. And uh, Andy Murray and them on with modes go karts and stuff. There's been several times I would be starting like third or fourth. He would be starting behind me. I'd be like, "Hey, you just go in front of me. I'll follow him." Because he was making his way. Through. He was making a hole somewhere. And so, like, I'd be like, 
I'm starting third. I'm starting fourth. Hey, man, you start third. I'll start fourth. Or I'll start seventh. You start sixth. <laughs> <clears throat> I, I've actually heard – I've done that a couple of times with him. Because it was uh, – he, he was he was one way he was going. He was going straight to the front, if all possible. <laughs> but the funny thing is you say that because Brian has said the same thing. Like, he was starting behind Alex one time, and uh, it was, like, at Thunder or something. He was like, nah. It was it was farther in the back, though. It was, like, 17th or 18th. So, you know yeah. JL was going to the front. Yeah. So, he was like – he's like, go ahead and get in front of us, man. And he's like – he told Alex just to follow him to the front, man. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Because JL, hey. One thing was funny about him racing him. You could wreck him and he would come off the racetrack never say anything. When he got back to you, just expect <laughs> it to be wrecked, but you couldn't come off and say anything. Because if you could go right back and wreck him again, he'd never hey, he'd just come off the racetrack. Hey man, hell it was a good damn race right there and go on with it. But you know, just be expecting the next time. Do the same, you know, it's coming. That's funny. What uh so what um so Riverside's one of your favorite tracks that's not around anymore. Do you have any others that um, are not Man, around? Man, Southern Pit. I used to love Southern Pit. Oh yeah, definitely. That was a good racing track. You know, I only raced there like two times when it was big. I don't know if you if you raced there many times when it was real big either. Uh, remember, it was huge. I had the long straightaways. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, I was there for the national when it was big, but I actually when I even when I raced there once, um, it's once they shortened it, and it was still pretty big. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, it was um, still big, but I yeah I can remember going there. I was actually hell. I was actually it was like my first or second year racing, and uh, they were actually on burst tires. I think and it was still big. Went in there, and I just remember I was like I was young. I was like nine years old. and I'm like, man, this damn this place like looks like a damn NASCAR track. It's so big. You know, it was this huge racetrack. But, uh, I don't know, it was fun. Like, I mean, I was young, so it was fun. Like I said, it didn't, uh, I remember they cutting it back. And it actually got a lot better once they cut it back. Yeah. And like you said, that was a racy track, you know, even after they cut it back, man. Just, um, you know, I like the tracks like that that are not as banked. You know what I mean? I feel like you can kind of create different lines where sometimes I think on the bigger tracks, like the momentum tracks, it's hard sometimes. I think, um, yeah. But um, so what? Um, what are some of your favorite tracks that you race on now that you get to go to um, every year? I like uh, I like Tri County. Obviously, well, one thing I like Tri County is 25, 20 minutes, twenty twenty five minutes from my house. So that's <laughs> all. Yeah. Also, um, I don't, I don't, man, I, 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 I for one, not a lot of people like it, but I like Paradise. The driver's track, man, and uh. You got it, you know, it's a driver, a driver, and I like Paradise because you could start seventh, eighth, ninth, and come up and win a race. Pretty much, you know what I mean? You can, you can get up and win on that. So, uh, I like places like that, you know, because sometimes, you know, we all have bad days in qualifying and stuff, and it sucks whenever you qualify eighth or ninth, and then you literally go to some race tracks, you just have <clears> no chance at all to win. You know, you physically have no, you just don't have a chance to win, right? And, uh, but uh, I like I like uh I like there. Um, I'm trying to think another good tri- uh, triple T. I like triple T a lot. It's mm-hmm. a racy track. You know what I mean? You can get hooked up. You can draft there pretty good. It's pretty racy. And uh, once you, that's another place you can start sixth or seventh and and drive up there if you got a good car. Yeah, especially like for the chili bowl. You know, when the with the temperatures and yep. the dew and stuff like that. It's um. It's one of those tracks where there's a bunch of people there, and like you get into the evening, man, you can 
some people can kind of hit on something. Even like the locals can hit on something and get like a solid top 10 against yeah. a decent field, you know? So um, I always like the spring and the fall race. In the summer, it seemed a little bit harder to beat guys like you guys. You know what I mean? It just, well, it, it was I just hard. Say it's know? one of them places, like, especially if it's kind of like a mixed goat track, you always got to add in to, you know, some, some more local people because, or a place like Liberty. Man, you go there, it doesn't matter. Me, Shay, Yarborough, Cash, Jerry, whoever, we can all go there. But you're still going to have to outrun the people that race there every single weekend. Like, you're going to have to just because it's that type of racetrack, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, well, you know, places like that are kind of cool, too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, I think sometimes you, especially, um, you know, I've always said it's easier to win, like, on like the traveling circuit than it is to meet somebody in their own backyard, you know? Um, Cause I think sometimes like when the tracks all get pretty good and you're in the summer and the spring and um, you know, the tire program is pretty like, it pretty much just kind of works itself out where you get into it the does, spring yeah. and the fall. It's uh, a little more into um, the prep mixing and stuff like that. So yeah, you always, we all have people, even myself, people like myself, we always talk about don't like in uh when it gets spring, when it gets spring and fall, it comes, we always call it the Matt Connell season. He likes that. And he's probably one of the best preppers in ever in karting. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we always call it – and it sucks because that's when all the money's being paid out. You know, you always see, like, his <laughs> stuff wins – they win a lot of money, but I say win a lot of stuff because they don't – you know, that's it's the money's paid out in his type of his type of season and racetracks, you know. It's, it, it, and that's when we – like – People like myself and Jerry and uh, and Con- and um, and Knopf and Cash, you know, we we got we got we got to work harder than them during these months because you know that's one of one of his Matt strong points, you know. And we all have strong points. Like one of my, me and Cash's strong points are summertime racing. We run good in the summer a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it just everybody has their strong points, you know. Right yeah no i agree man i agree it's uh it's hard to beat to be kind of that's for sure man um as far as you've you've been racing for a while man is there anything or any memory or any race that sticks out to you as being your favorite i mean it could be more than one but what are a couple of your favorites or your or just your favorite um i mean you've had a bunch of big races you won and stuff like that so i'm just kind of curious well the let's see the well, Lucas Oil was big to me. It was at my home track. I had, I wanted to win, and uh, and you know that was that was a big race for me. Um, the Wayne Pool race was a big race for me because that was one of the last races that me and my dad ran together. Um, so that was that was a real big race for me. Um, also, when I won the American Dream um, in uh, fifteen on a flat cart. I just I was basically out of racing, hadn't raced in two and a half years, and I had ran about six or seven races that year. And Bradford called me and was like, "Hey man," and I had rode for him previously years before I quit racing. And uh, he uh, he called me and was like, "Hey man, you want to go race?" I was like, oh, "Hey man, let's go." So we went down there and uh, ran like crap all day. We started 16th in the uh, in the in the the uh, dream race, and I was like. Me and him, hell, we we took a nap, went to sleep, and they 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 said that it was calling for rain, so they went to uh we ran bad all day. We were just like, hey, 
So they called, they were like, we moved the dream race up. So it was called for rain. And me and him were taking naps and kind of here, just me and him went to the racetrack, me and my brother. And, uh, hell, we were just pulled a set of day, like, hey, we're going to race. And we're like, we were like, hey, we'll just throw this at it. Pulled a set of tire off the racetrack, wiped them one time, went out there, drove from 16th and won the race. I had, I've only had on a race like five or six races in two and a half years. And, uh, went and won it. And I was like, hell, that, that's what got me motivated to race again, you know? I got mm-hmm. big for a while, big in the gym and gained a lot of weight and stuff working out. And I, um, I made motivate to lose weight and get back going full time racing like a lot, you know? How come you got out of racing? I mean, I, um, I knew you were out for a while. I didn't know. I didn't realize it was for two and a half years. It was, about, for, it was almost two and a half. It was, uh, yeah. let's see. I quit in, um, I quit in tw- really 2011. I had basically kind of stopped. And then I ran like a couple, like one or two races in 2012. And then I, uh, I mean, I didn't race 13 or 14 at all. And then I came back a little bit in 15 and then I started back going, going in 16. Gotcha. So, but, uh, but yeah, when I got out because, you know, I had, uh, previously lost my dad and stuff and that kind of weighed on me about racing stuff, even though we didn't race together. We, we, you know, that's where I got racing from. And, you know, I, I had uh, actually previously, I went to school and, and got, and went and got a, uh, and got a new job, um, and pharmaceutical work. And I had to work weekends. Uh, so I had to work Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, every other week. And I felt like, you know, if I couldn't race every weekend, I won't go be competitive only racing once or twice a month. So I just kind of, yeah, you know, I just kind of faded out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Uh, and then Bradford dragged you back into it, man. Look yeah, he got me. He, 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 I went and got a sniff of a good win again, and he brought me in it. Brought me right back in. There you go, man. Actually, that same. Uh, it won't, but about about within a two months after that, I had actually. Um, put my two week notice in and quit my job at pharmaceutical because I wanted to race. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> all Bradford's fault, man. Yeah, I went back. Yeah, I went to a Monday through Friday job. Obviously, taking less money, which won't very smart looking back now. But I have a good time doing it, man. I I enjoy it. I love it. I'll be honest. I always say I'm gonna quit, but I don't know what the hell I do in my time if I did. Right. And what does your uh, your brother still travel with you at all? Does he still go to the races and stuff? He um he actually recently. He got uh he got back into pharmaceutical work, so he works on every other weekend, and uh, he's actually getting ready to have a baby. <laughs> That's what I thought, uh, Uncle Uncle Steve O, right? Yeah, Uncle. Hey, I'm I'm the uncle to a lot of kids, uh, but uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> thankfully none of them are mine. But yeah, uh, not that you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but uh, but I don't uh, but he he's uh, hopefully he's getting ready to. He applied for a new job in his company, and when this baby gets here and gets gets going, he uh he's gonna try to come back with me some more, a lot more. Oh, that's good, man. I I still remember I I posted something on Facebook a while back, but um I don't know where you were, but he was in Bradford one weekend at Amelia, and I think he wiped, and he was like wiping Acrisol, like yeah, you know, I think he used like a whole can oh. and a half or something, hey. man. And I and Bradford was good that whole day too. Hey, when, my brother's favorite. When in doubt, just wipe Acrisol. Just wipe yeah. the whole Speedy 500, Acrisol, that's my brother's favorite prep. You know, he loved that. Just, hey, roll with this. 
<laughs> That's funny. Uh, has he ever raced before? Man, just Kyle, he he's the realest racer you ever meet. He'll tell you straight up. He said he raced about six or seven times, and he said, he said, Stephen, I'm not going to be one of these yos that just that can't drive and thinks I can drive. He's like, so if I can't get it done, I'm not going to race. <laughs> All right. He saves himself he up. He's like, he just told me straight. He's like, look, he said, I can't drive to the caliber, y'all. I can't win. And he said, I'm not going to look stupid racing. He said, if I can't, if I, you know, he just, he, he was one of them. He's one of the very few that just said, hey, I suck at driving. It is what it is. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he's smarter than a lot of people, you know. <laughs> to this day, hey, people ask him all the time, man, why don't you race? He'd be like, man, I suck. <laughs> hey, literally, that's what he says. He said, I can't drive. He said, he's one of them ones. He just said, I can't drive, so I ain't going to race. And what, uh, so as far as, uh, like, carding, we'll say, and like ten years from now, do you still see yourself um, in the karting world? Do you think you'll be more of trying to just uh, crew chief? Will you be still racing? You think? Where do you see yourself going? Ah, man. Well, the, well. To be honest, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. Depending on karting still around, then you know, it don't it? Uh, it it's in the. Sh- I, I don't. I don't want to say the short roads because I love it to death. But man, we just we, if we don't make any, some changes, it's not. And honestly, I don't think it's going to be here in ten years. Well, we got to start making some changes to be able to get people in. You know what I mean? We're you know right. We don't. We can't drive people out. We got to drive people in. And so, I don't know. You know, you 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 would definitely remember this back. You know, back in the early two thousands, mid two thousands, man, you could go race. You know, a national level. There would be 35, 40 junior one, twos, and threes almost. Now, if you got if you got 12 or 15, you got a hell of a that's that's a crowd for junior any any junior class. Right. You know, right. so we gotta, you know, I think we gotta do something better on it. But if it's still here, I, yeah, I'm probably gonna be around. And <laughs> uh, as far as me driving, I don't know. You know, I I, I say sometimes like I wanna. I would just rather help some a young, you know, a young driver. But you know, as far as right now, I'm I'm at that competitive stage where I still want to win myself. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're in your prime, man. You know, I mean, for the most part, I think in in all athletics, I mean, thirty to thirty-five. I mean, you know, you're right there, man. So it's your time, as far as I'm concerned. But um, yeah. So this looking out for this upcoming season, I know you're uh, you're preparing some stuff right now. Like how how do you decide like where to race, what series, um, just kind of whatever's going on that weekend and paying the most, or like how how do you kind of look at it going into it? Well, um, me myself as a as you know doing it, you know, basically for a living and stuff. You don't you kind of almost you got to it's like it's it's not a, necessarily a good thing all the time because we always try to preach like you know, support your local tracks and this, that, and the other, but you gotta, you know, somebody like myself, you kind of got to chase the money, you know, you gotta, you got to just, you know, you got to go basically where the money's at and you got to go with the series that's got the, the best money and, and, you know, best option for you, to be honest, you know, we go to, uh, we'll pretty much, you know, we'll run pick two to three series to run for points and stuff. That's pays good money. 
And then basically your off weekends, you're just kind of going to wherever, whoever's paying the most money that weekend, you know? Right. Um, so a, a while back, I mean, it was in the past six or eight months or so, but uh, I was on Twitter and I saw where Denny Hamlin uh, tweeted a photo of your t-shirts and stuff of little donkey and um so like do you did you race against him do you know him or um i honestly i've only met him a few times mm-hmm. and it was very like i actually uh right after that i actually seen him at um millbridge and i walked up and was kind of joking with him about it and stuff but um not other than that i've only actually met him like two two three times and it was actually Never had a NASCAR race. It was at dirt, your local, you know, dirt track at, at Millbridge a little bit. But uh, now he, uh, I, uh, funny thing about that is somebody was talking. A uh, guy told me that was, you know, that works in the in, in at uh, Gibbs had told me one day, they're like, man, this guy, uh, you know, they're like, Denny Hamlin likes to, you know, they were asking about who, who he liked in karting because, you know, he came from karting and stuff, obviously. And, uh, he right. said, uh, oh, God, I like this guy named Steven Adams. He always, you know, um, he, he, always, you know he, he always looks like a good time. I just kind of follow him on, you know, on uh, Race Monitor and stuff. He said he watches Race Monitor a lot. And uh, he, so he, he told me that. And, um, and we kind of, and so I was at Daytona and, um, and I got over there in his pits, actually, to, or that was uh, not in his pits, but that was parked beside me, worked with them. And um, he told me, uh, he, he goes, hey, man, they have so much. I was like, I had shirts with me. I was like, look, you know, he was like, man, let me get a shirt for him. So he actually took a shirt back and it took about a month and a half. And then finally I seen it pop up one day on Twitter. And uh, yeah. he had it. so that was pretty cool. Yeah, that, I mean, that's pretty cool, man, to have a NASCAR guy. And I think that he he posted something. I think he's friends or maybe talks to um, Stevie Minson or something. So I think yeah. on Facebook live, like he'll catch some of the races on um, that night, you know, cause Saturday night, I'm sure they're just kind of hanging out. Not really much to yeah. do, but uh, that, that's pretty cool, man. To see like NASCAR guys checking out the go-kart guy. Well, um, well, it's kind of like any other racer. Like even how I can be at the beach. I was at the beach <laughs> a couple of times and I'm sitting at a bar at the beach and, just sitting there, and people are looking at me like, man, this guy's a loser. He has, he's at the beach. He has no life. He's just sitting there staring at his phone, probably wondering what I'm doing. I'm really just watching live feeds and race monitor until everything gets done, and I'll start having a good time with everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Definitely, definitely. Um, so we're kind of starting to end up uh, getting ready to wrap it up here soon, but um, oh, let's see. Um, what are some of, if you don't mind me asking, like, um, you know, with your dad racing and stuff, like, what are some of the big things that he tried to teach you, um, rather be about tires or just racing and um, driving in general, but, um, I'm glad you asked that. Cause I wanted to talk about that on the, on here in case somebody like a parent or a young kid watches, man. And I, I, I don't, you know, granted. I know there's guys out there to get rides now that don't really phys- know how to actually work on their go-kart yourself and stuff. But man, one of the things my dad always taught me, like work on it yourself. Like me, when I was 12 years old, 13, like if I didn't come home and wash my, if my cart wasn't washed and put back together by the, the end of the week, my dad did the tires. But as far as 
taking the card apart, cleaning it, putting it back together. Like if I didn't, if that won't happen, if like he gave me a time like Thursday afternoon, we were loading the trailer up. So he won't do nothing on Friday. And if he came home Thursday afternoon, and that stuff won't do. I said I had to set that weekend out. You know, I didn't get to race that weekend. And a lot of people don't. A lot of kids nowadays grow up. They don't have to do that. You know, they don't have to work on their stuff. Their dad does it for them. Or their dad pays somebody to do it for them or stuff like that. Like me, I had to do it myself. I mean, I can remember times when I was 13, 14 years old running junior three. Somebody walk up to my dad and be like, you know, hey, what, you know, another dad, hey, what gear you got on your car? Or, you know, what gear are y'all running? My dad would literally look at him and say, I don't know, you have to go ask him. He's the one, you know, that's, he, he put the gear on and everything like that. And he watches the RPMs. He, you know, he does all that stuff himself. And people are like, what? You know what I mean? Nowadays, you couldn't. You know, you couldn't, no offense to any kids now, but hell, I know drivers and damn adult classes right now that run good every weekend that can't tell you that type of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I agree, man. And it's only going to make you better, you know what I mean? Even if they don't do it all the time, I think just being able to do it and understanding it just means a lot, you know? Um, and what are, what are some of the big things, um, you know, just like me, like I really came up helping uh, Brandon White, you know what I mean, when he came up through junior sports and stuff. So, like, I'm pretty good with dealing with just, like, kind of watching the go-kart to see how it does. But um, what are some of the things, like, I know that, you know, your Uncle Steve-O, but if you're, like, you know, with Chubbs and stuff, like, what are some of the questions you ask him or talk, what are some of the things you guys talk about as far um, as, like, um, the kids' classes and how you can help them and, and maybe some of the questions parents can talk to the well, kids about. I always like to ask Chubbs, like, this year. I'll be like, look, you know, I, like, I'll watch him, obviously. I can t- I can tell if he's got the steering wheel turning too hard. You know, if he's having to turn the steering wheel a lot, like, it's, if he's chasing it like it's loose. And I always, you know, I like to ask him, you know, man, like, is it pushing because it's – because it's the tires are too hard or you think it's too soft, you know, I like, but I'll ask him, you know, like, I'll be like, Hey, is that, is, you know, chances are if the tires are too soft or something, you know, the, the rear end will be at least stuck somewhat. And I'll be like, look, you know, does it feel like the rear end's just the rear end of the cart's just make, is just pushing the go-kart racetrack. If he said, yeah, most of the time I'm soft on, you know, and vice versa. And I'll tell him, I'll like, look, does the rear end kind of slide and then the front end want to slide? Because, you know, that'll make it like it's pushing, but really you're just too too hard on your tires, and it's just it's just kind of more returning to a four-wheel drift. But the, the rear end just kind of comes around, and then the front end takes off of the track. And I always ask him, like, favorite turn? Like, this is – he just got better within the past year, or year and a half. But he, I used to always say he would come in and be either be like, I want it to slide more. You know what I mean? Or, you know. Stuff like that. If he if he told me he wanted to slide more, that means he was probably tight. Or if he came in, comes in and be like, "Hey, it's sliding too much," you know, I feel like you know most of the time I'm, I'm I'm too hard on him and stuff. But you know, I kind of watch him. I like to watch his hand movements. His biggest thing is his hands. If he's going, if he's turning in the corner, he just turns the wheel and it's just taking off straight racetrack, and the rear is not sliding. Chances are, I probably either ain't got no stagger in him or I've got him locked too tight down you got him too tight if i watch him and he goes in and slides sideways and then takes off pushing at racetrack then chances are i've got him you know too you know too too loose you know my tires are just too hard on him right and what are some of the conversations you have with um 
like say like Ty Bennett and Bubba Williams who run semi pro and super heavy. But I mean, uh-huh. they're they're adults and they run good. But what are um, what are some of the things you guys talk about? Man, I always like that. I, I like that. Like, um, for them, I always ask them like, is the cart you know is it rolling center off or is it is it is it just you know is, it won't turn like even if they're they're not turning the wheel like you know a kid kind of over exaggerates most of the time you know if it's pushing he's chubs is overturning but like like ty and bubba and them they kind of turn the wheel and it's still even though it's pushing i be like look is it front end grip like you need front end grip you need this or you need uh you know what do you what do you think you need as far as is, is the cart rolling good you know, I always ask them if it's rolling good or and i kind of you know that's one thing with me being tired doing the tires i'm like all right you know if there, if I if I know the racetrack's calling for a tire punch in 52, and or if it looks slick, and I'm like, hey, is it is the cart rolling good? And I got a tire punch 55, and they're like, no, it's probably because I'm too loose. I mean, two tires too hard. But you know, I like to ask them like taking off five degree and stuff. You know, like when they hit the racetrack, does it feel like the cart stops? And if it does feel like it stops, it means that's I'm too soft on the tire, too wiped up. If uh. You know, if they say, oh, no, it rolls off the grid good, but once it gets going, it don't roll good, center off, chances are I'm probably too hard on my tires. I'm not making enough grip for them, you know, or I'm too, you know, too much on air or something like that, you know. Right. And then you know, sometimes I ask them, hey, is the car driving good? If it's driving decent, you know, I'm probably, you know, not enough on air or I got too much rubber on my tires, you know. If it's just driving good, not making speed, chances are I either, I either got too much um, – you know, too much rubber on my tires, or I ain't got enough air in it. You know what I mean to get it freed up and get going. Uh, so typically, like if you're racing, say you went out there in pro and you win, with that set of tires, I mean, do you guys generally run the same type of tire? As far as um, like if you find something, you hit on it. Well, you put the same thing on tie and the same thing on Baba also. Um, or, or does everyone? What I do there? The- well, Bubba's a smaller driver. He's small, he's skinny, but tall, but he's skinny. So he's not going to make as much bite. So, like, what I do is with him, if I'm on a if I'm on a five-week tire, I would either go to, like, a three-week or four-week tire, but same tire. If I'm on a five-week 75 and myself, I, I'll put, like, a three- or four-week 75 on him. You know, same tire, just a little mm-hmm. bit fresher. Or, you know... I'll put a little bit of rubber on him, which I'm bad about not running rubber. So I don't, I like, you know, thinner tires on the clone, but, right, uh, right. but I'll, um, you know, on Bubba, I'll go a week fresher and, uh, or two weeks fresher. Same, same rules apply for, for Ty. So tires running super heavy. If I'm on a, if I'm on a three week tire, then I'll put Ty on a five week tire. Same, same roll. You know, same 75, but I'll just put him on a five-week tire, you mm-hmm. know, because he's, he's heavier. And I'll probably add a add a pound of air to it. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I just – I know we – like on here, I've talked to people about kids and how they compare and stuff. But I just want people to re- like to hear you say it that, um, I mean, it's really – it's not the same tire for everybody, you know what I mean? Just because you're running a three-week-old 75 doesn't doesn't mean it's going to work on me, you know what I mean? So, well, the same thing I, I mean, when you talk about kids, though. Also, with kids, dealing with kids, you don't – I've always told you, you don't want your, you never want a kid to slide because it's a, he's a kid. Naturally, if, it, if you're running that fast and you slide, naturally they're going to back off the gas. 
And right. anytime a kid backs off the gas, he's losing speed. He should never, you know, especially junior one and two, they should never, ever back off the gas at all. Generally, most tracks, pretty much 95% of racetracks, they should never have to back off. So if they have to, uh, so if they're backing off, they're losing speed. So I've always been, I've always liked to make sure my kids have grip. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, what kind of dogs do you have? I, I got a barking. French bulldog. And he is like a well. I would like to, well, wouldn't like the picture, but if I ever had a kid, this is probably how it's going to end up. <laughs> and uh, what, it's not going to be good. What's his name? He gets more whoopings than most humans need. <laughs> what's uh? What's your dog's name? His name is actually his name is Cash with a K. Cash with a K. Yeah. Gotcha. First gotcha. time I said that, somebody's like, "You named your dog after Jonathan Cash?" I'm like, "Actually, no." <laughs> uh, well, hey, man, I, uh, I I appreciate you making time for me. I know that um, we've talked about this for a while, man, and I uh, I put it off for a little bit because I was trying to build up the audience a little bit, and um, you know, I, a lot of people have asked to hear from you, so I think it'll be cool, and uh, hopefully, it won't be our last time talking. No, man, anytime you want to do this again, you know, like I know we've been. We've been trying, 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 but you know, with both our time, you know, schedule and stuff. But uh, right, yeah, sometime other again, you know, later on, we'll talk about it again. Maybe we'll revisit summertime or something. Just kind of have a chill conversation about it. Talk about yeah. some new things yeah. going on. And stuff. Yeah, man. So uh, I'm happy to see, like, the, you know, you got some things going on. So hopefully that all goes well. And um, you know, and uh, it's as far as um, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, they can find you on Facebook. Twitter, um, yep, you can find Instagram. me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or you know, you can uh, you can always feel free to you know, pr- probably get me on there, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Um, and uh, or you know, so always shoot me a text with my number, it's uh, 919-628-2147. You could uh, some people can you know, you can text me. I don't always answer the phone on a phone call, but if I don't, you know, always just shoot me a text. Uh, any questions or you know anything anybody needs to talk about cool man well uh, like i said dude i appreciate it is there anything else that um anything else you want to say uh while you're on here that you can think of um no, i think i'm good right now you know i don't uh i don't think i got anything off the top of my head i really want to can think about but uh like what's said, up? Anything, but, huh uh, what's your favorite beer man i forgot to ask you ah shit uh um, well, I used to be a big Bud Light drinker, and I moved to Ultras because I, I try to lose some weight, losing some weight, but uh, I like natural light, too, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge, na- actually drinking natural light right now, matter of fact, <laughs> but uh, yes. I'm a huge natural light drinker, I don't know, I just like natural light, you know, it, uh, so. It, it flows down easy, man, it goes down easy. It does, sure. man, it's, it's, it's a chill beer, and I can drink it all day, you know, if I want yeah. to. Yeah, I mean, I never drank and have a you know had a hangover the next day, you know. No, no, so it's a good chill beer. Cool, man. Well, um, all the information you gave, dude, I'll I'll put it on there, um, on Facebook, and maybe sometime I'm hoping yeah. to have it out by Sunday. So, um, okay, cool. This is like a Christmas present to the go karting community, man. So I'll wrap you in a bow and I'll put you out there for everyone to take a look at. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> it, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, Merry Christmas and uh, good hey, luck with everything coming Merry up, buddy. Christmas all right, to you too, brother. Holler at me yes. sometime. We'll, we'll talk to you on a regular. Yes, sir, man. Have a good one, buddy. All right. Thank you, buddy. Bye.
All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. As always, if you see Steven or any of the past guests out, uh, stop by, tell them you appreciate their time, sharing their story. I'm sure it's probably not the last time you're going to hear him on here. Uh, we talked about maybe doing something later in the summer, just kind of revisit and, and touch base on everything to see how his new little endeavor is going. And if you have any constructive criticism, feel free to send it my way. Uh, again, uh, find us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, iTunes, uh, anywhere you can find podcasts. And I appreciate it. Uh, the biggest thing you can do to help out, share the word, tell someone. And this is coming out a little before Christmas, so... Hopefully, if you guys are going to Daytona to race or going to see family, uh, be safe, enjoy the holidays, and we will see you next year. Thank you so much for your support.